Crows Radio Show with Sauce. He tumbles it forward. It's going to run through. Oh, it's Sauce Jacobs. What a goal. And Tomo. Massive week in football. Massive show on Triple M. Happy Sunday morning to you, Crows fans. Always great to have your company. Always, this is the Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo. 208 games at the highest level across three clubs. But don't worry about the others because he dominated for the Adelaide Crows. Sammy Jacobs, hello, mate. Morning, Tomo, mate. Fantastic to be here ahead of another big show today. Oh, I'm looking forward to you going one-on-one with Darcy Fogarty today, mate. Gave up a bit of time throughout the week. He did. Um, always love talking to Darcy. Now, I've known, I've known Darcy for a long time, sort of pre him getting drafted um, we have uh, his his brother-in-law is one of my good mates Toddy Price little shout out to yes. Toddy TP um, so yeah it's uh, it's good to have a chat to him mate I could have sat there for 10 or 15 minutes just talking all things yeah. shop with uh, with Fog yep perfect perfect good country boy too so yeah I have heard we love that. those times yeah we do mate they're the normal ones <laughs> <laughs> now, Saucy, um, I see there's another prank throughout the week that's gone viral. It's uh, and well, any time that you see something online on the socials that you 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 thumbing through, you yep. always it's got Texas name all over well, it. Doesn't no, it? If it's it's it was nothing to do with him, but it was everything to do with him. Yes, if, if you want a prank done, and uh, we look forward to talking a little bit about pranks in the past and mm. obviously that man features heavily in that as well yeah for sure and uh just going to talk a little bit about where the adelaide football club's at as well i'm looking forward to this conversation with the girls kicking off not that far away saucy no nah, there's plenty happening mate obviously uh, the men's season's in full flight the girls are not far away a uh, bit of a fixture release as well which mm. we like to touch on and mate and finally it's it's good to have a chat uh we'll hear from justin reed and yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll discuss a little bit about that about the drafting and whatnot so uh, it's that time of the year, whether we've got a pick in the mid-season or not, and uh, we'll have a look into that. This is the Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo. Now, Saucy, you went one-on-one down at Westlakes this week with the big four, Darcy Fogg Fogarty. Yeah, it was, great to, uh, it was great to chat to him a bit more in-depth around his goal-kicking. Um, yep. Obviously, he's, he's one of the best in the league, or if not the best. The best. Well, yeah, right up there. So it's good just to break him for him to hear him break it down and, I guess, talk about his routine and what he thinks about and his processing. So um, really looking forward to this chat. Yep, let's play it out now. This is a massive guest on the Crows Radio Show today. We're joined by club favourite and uh, key forward, Darcy Fogarty. Fog, welcome to the Crows Radio Show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, mate, it's been, a, I guess, an indifferent start to the year. Obviously, battled that little uh, bit of a knee niggle there for a little while. Um, talk us through your start of the year. Yeah, so I think it played the, the first couple of games um, and then, yeah, had a bit of an incident where I sort of strained my medial and then missed the next couple. But, um, yeah, it's all all healed up now and hopefully start playing some good footy again. How are you enjoying, I guess, your, your transition as a player personally? Now, you, you obviously worked your way into the team and, and you went out with a knee injury. I guess a couple of years ago, you probably would have had doubts about whether you're going to come back in. But the good thing is you came back in and kicked five goals straight off the bat. Um, is it good having that confidence now that it's about you know trying to play well as opposed to your spot in the team? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that's sort of a bit of a weight off my shoulders is not having the um, pressure of... Well, I guess the pressure's obviously always there, yeah. but um, sort of having a spot there, it's just my job to play well and play my role for the team, opposed to um, having the back thought of, if I don't play well, I'll get dropped and stuff. So it's good to have the backing from the coaches, and um, it's good that the team's playing well as a forward, obviously. Um, you play a lot better when the team's playing well in the front line, so um, to have that pressure um, off me I guess and yep. to be able to just play consistent football and focus on what I can do for the team it's just yeah it's easily a lot better. No it's certainly a good spot to be in to be able to focus about um, you know performance and all that sort of stuff gives you confidence and 
I guess the the next big thing or the exciting thing for our footy club is that forward line. Um, once again, going back one to two years, it was probably, you know, it was pretty reliant, if we're calling it what it is, it was pretty reliant on probably you and Tex to, to play well and kick our score. But, you know, now we've got so many different avenues. And, and how's your role changed and, and how does that fit in with the forward line, obviously with Tex and Phil Thorpe and then the smalls that you feed as well? Um, yeah, I think one of the big things that sort of Rolls talks about now is if everyone plays their role you might not get a lick of the pie. Um, like on the weekend, like I think Filthy played his role really well. He brought the ball to ground. He competed really hard um, as a key. But, and then or Tex obviously did yep. that as well. But Tex was the one that got the lick of the pie and he kicked five and played an amazing game. But um, I think, yeah, next week it might be the other way around where me and Tex have to battle it out and Filthy has it on a string and, and yep. kicks the goals. So And then the Smalls are doing what they do as well. So um, I think that builds a lot of confidence and sort of it allows people to just play their role and knowing that it might come their way. Um, but I think everyone's comfortable that it might not because we are kicking the scores and someone is stepping up each week, which is something that we can always rely on as a forwards group. Is that hard to deal with? Because, I mean, Rolls comes from Geelong and that's what they virtually built their forward line model on. And, and Hawkins is probably the best example of that. He's, he's arguably the most unselfish player in the, the competition, but he's obviously one of the best as well. But how, how do you go with that? Because you, as a key forward and a, a dominating forward like you are, you want, it, you want a shots on goal, you want to kick goals, you want to impact. Is it hard accepting that, you know one or two shots a game is, is sometimes that might be it? Um, it is, I think, at the start. But once you sort of buy into what roles in the team... like So we got a... Um like, oh, I guess a saying that we say here is prioritise others. So yeah. um, for me, goals aren't a huge thing, and I don't think it is for a um, for our forward line at the moment. It's more, if I could look at a stat, it would be more the score involvement. So yeah, it's, cool. am, am I influencing play? Um, am I competing? Am I bringing the ball to ground? Um, but, yeah, and like I said, the goals will eventually come. It might be my turn soon to, to kick a bag. It might be Filthies or Texas as keys. And then, as you know, you can't really rest on ranks and rational that and Pedsy as he's playing really well. So, um, yeah, there's just one, at least one bloke stepping up each week, which is really good. Are we going to see you running around doing the soccer celebrations, punch in the air soon? Or I don't even know what uh, <laughs> what Isaac did the other week in his celebration. Are we going to see that from you? Or? No, that was good. No, I don't have the energy to celebrate so hard. I'm bloody, I'm blowing and tickets. just yeah, walking back to the goal square. So I'll keep doing that, I reckon. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's very good to watch. And the, the dynamic up forward is really interesting as well. Um, now let's talk about your, your set shot goal kicking. Um, it's it's I guess it's league renowned is, is, is how good you are at it. And... Um, Obviously, your marking's been good too as well. Sometimes you're taking hangers and going back and slotting them, which <laughs> stands them. out. Um, talk us through your routine because I think it's a good lesson for all the kids out there. What is there something you've done or is, it, is there something you've done from back in your Lucendale days or, or talk us through it? Um, no, I reckon in my juniors, I wasn't that great of a goal kicker. Um, I think when I first got to the club, I had a really long – I didn't really have a routine. I just sort of did what's comfortable and that sort of – buggered me up a little bit because I was falling into a trap of not knowing what to fix when things went wrong. Yep. Um, but now I think I, th- I worked with Scott Camparelli when I first got here and I really shortened my route or I shortened my run up and then I just found what worked and it's still a comfortable, like my run up still feels really comfortable and it's sort of built off what's comfortable but now I've got the same thing each time so um, I sort of know where things are going wrong if I am falling off the ball or if the kicks aren't going straight. So, so going one step further, now, is that do you have a certain amount of steps? Do you aim for a target behind the goals? What's what's the process? Yep. So I got twenty steps um, from where I think I'm going to kick it. Yep. So twenty steps back from that mark, and then I think I've got six walking steps, and then I sort of get into a bit of a rhythm from there. Um, and not, I don't really pick something out. Um, 
from behind the goals. I sort of just aim yep. at the goals, um, depending if there's wind or not. But then I'm a big believer that if you drop the ball straight, no matter where yeah. it hits on your boot, it's going to come back to sort of the midline of where you're aiming. So yep. that's a big thing for me. So ball drop's probably the most important thing for me. Yeah, it's interesting because you're obviously a power athlete and a former teammate of mine, Fev, um, he didn't have a, a big run-up either. Like he, he literally walked in and just, I guess, got all his momentum in the last couple of steps. So I guess you're yeah. sort of in that same mould where you don't need a run-in. You can sort of just generate enough power and get the distance. Yeah, exactly. And that's sort of something that I think a lot of people struggle on is they don't know where to get the power from in their run-up. Yep. And, um, yeah, if you don't, I guess, have – or if you don't know what works, then you're going to be in a bit of strife. So I think the main thing is just to figure that out as quickly as you can. Uh, and now, mate, we'll go off-field. Um, you recently purchased a house. I know you're obviously a country boy, which you obviously uh, we bond over. But um, do you enjoy doing stuff around your own house as opposed to renting or, or living with other boys? Yeah, definitely. I think that's one thing that I love about owning my own house is you can sort of fix things and do your own stuff to the, to the yard and you can sort of – yeah, just make it up as you go, opposed to being in a rental where it's sort of you're a bit limited to what you can do. Um, but yeah, it's sort of hard. You sort of always have the tie of, of being from the farm back home. So I'm, I'm always yeah. dreaming and looking for land around <laughs> Adelaide that's way out of my price range, which gets annoying. But um, no, it's, it's good fun being being in Unley. Is, it, um, is there a bit of banter between you, Ned and Muzz? Ned and Muzz have come in and we all know they, they like to promote <laughs> with Cozzy that, you know, they're off the land and all that sort of stuff. But blokes like yourself, you just yeah. know, you, you know you're a country boy, you don't need to flaunt it. <laughs> nah, you don't need to fake that stuff. <laughs> it's, sort of, it's, yeah, it's, it's all in the writing. It's, yeah, I don't know what they're trying to do or who. Trying to, trying to fool, but I think people are seeing right through it, which is scary. No, I agree, mate. I agree. Um, mate, awesome to talk. I could uh, talk for another 10, 15 minutes here about what's going on, but really appreciate your time and um, keep dominating on field. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, I sat down yesterday and watched the Crow Show on TV, Saucy. I saw Justin Reid on there and he's talking about the mid-season draft and list management. It's a space that so many punters are that involved in now. Yeah, I guess. And off the back of our chat with Academy manager um, Jared Mears last week, yeah, it's probably a good time to talk a little bit more. And um, obviously, reedy has got you know, uh, a big job at, at the footy club. And um, it's one of the things that holds the most intrigue, I reckon, in a footy club is, is once... Once the season's done or once you sort of know how you're going, all eyes turn to the draft and list management and all that sort of stuff. And arguably, October is probably as big a, big oh, yeah. a time as a footy club and got as much intrigue around it as the season does. Yeah, spot on. Let's hear what Justin Reid had to say. Look, it's certainly got one eye on the mid-season draft for the 31st of May. Uh, we've got a fit list at the moment. There's a few guys we need to cover off with regards to Zach Taylor and where they sit with you know their injuries. So a lot can change between now and then, but we certainly got an eye on it. But... Um, yeah, obviously, until we, I guess, make someone inactive, we're not in that space at the moment. Certainly getting the busy time of year, we've got trial games at the moment, leading into the national championships, the under-18s in June. So, Hamish and the team, you know, we've had a uh, super end over in Perth. Uh, college footy started in most states, and uh, we've got some young guns games uh, that are coming up in the next few weeks, which gives us a little bit of a look for the mid-season draft, um, but also, obviously, the national champs for the uh, national draft for the end of the year. You know, we would cover off anywhere from you know four to six live games a weekend. Uh, you've also got a data analyst, so we can bring a lot of that data and our players are performed back to our meeting on a Monday. There would be 20, 30, 40 games covered live. Thoughts from the team, it's quite deep in regards to the talent pool uh, that we've got. So we've got three picks inside 25 at the moment, so we're certainly in a strong position there for later in the year.
was compelling viewing and compelling audio right there. It's one of those businesses now. It's 12 months a year, isn't it? And I'm not, you know, and everyone knows that uh, now. But the list manager, you talk about that in in October, how important that is, Saucy. But this stuff right now with the mid-season draft is just as important yeah, to get it, it right. <laughs> it is, and it really sets up year as well, obviously, come come the draft time. So, um, as you mentioned, we're in, a, we're in a fortunate spot at the moment. Burjo's got the boys in, in unreal um, condition, which so we don't even list spots at the moment, but... You never know what might happen. As you said, we're a couple of weeks away from the mid-season draft and you've got to have an eye on it because if a spot opens up where there's an opportunity, you need to make sure you're, you're obviously well prepared. But, um, you know, I, I find the, the draft stuff interesting. Mm. Um, you know, four to six live games, mm-hmm. which, which takes a lot of man hours to be able to do that. And you've yeah. got to travel around Australia and all that as well. But um, obviously being a, tied into it a little bit myself, you know, I, 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 I lend a hand at times with it. It's actually really interesting to see how much time and effort goes into it and, the one thing I will say is no one knows the draftees more than than National Recruiting Officer Hamish mm-hmm. Ogilvy. Mm-hmm. Um, the the depth of knowledge of the players is is absolutely amazing. Yep. Uh, this is off the cuff, but what are your thoughts with the mid season trade period? We see it in other codes yeah. of sport, and I think it's inevitable that it's going to end up in the AFL. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it is as well, and I think it's a must. And you heard, um, you know, Paddy Dangerfield come out as the the president of the PA and say, you know. We need to continue to to find ways to, I guess, give give everyone a chance. And I think one of the best tools and levers we can use is the mid season draft. And you know, I look at teams, and Collingwood's probably the example at the moment who are struggling. Ruckman, we, I mean, now we know they've got Mason Cox back, but um, for a period there, they had no Ruckman mm. really, and they're taking Billy Frampton from the back half and having to play him. So, you know, is there an opportunity to draft a Ruckman for you know the rest of the year or, or whatever it is? But and then um, you can turn around and play devil's advocate to that, but they just got rid of an all Australian Ruckman as well yeah, in Brody Grundy. So spot on. I can see it both ways, but in terms of exciting. Excitement for the fans and yep. entertainment. I reckon it they would lap it up. And as we know, the AFL loves anything to do with uh, hype, focus, yeah, exactly. and money. So I think it'll be in next year. Brings in, <laughs> <laughs> brings in clicks. And uh, I think the more the more tools we can give the list managers and recruiters to be able to rebuild quicker is a good thing. We don't want to see teams down the bottom for four, five, six years. We want to see a team go, yep, you have your bad year or whatever, like Sydney. It's not their best year at the moment, mm. and they're probably up against it at the moment, but... You know, they should bounce back really quickly and they're in a really good spot. So you want to team, see teams do that. Well said. Now, Sauce, we've seen a few pranks, uh, in, our, pranks. in our time here at the Crows Radio Show. And Lockie Murphy's uh, well, he's the number one culprit just behind Taylor this Walker. This is a, uh, a good lead into uh, the one we're about to touch on after. Mm, for sure. So Lockie Murphy, this is this time last year, I reckon. Lockie yep. Murphy, he has this sort of go where he rings people. And then he gaslights them into, <laughs> into, into thinking that they've rung him. Absolutely. Is that fair some to say? Some buy and some don't. Yeah, well, let's have a listen when he got big Riley O'Brien. Here he is. Uh, what do you want? What's up? What's going on, Wombo? Why are you calling me? What's up? I didn't call you. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Oh, well, you've got me at a bad time anyway. I'll give you a call back. Is that all right? Yeah, I, I, I didn't call you, though. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost certain you've just called me. I've seen my call log. There's no calls. Mate, my phone has just vibrated. I've answered it to you. You've clearly called me. <laughs> you taking the piss? No, what, what are you calling me for on my day off? <laughs> I, you called me. If it's important, want? speak to me tomorrow at the club. But don't call me on my day off. Oh, check the call log. I'm not calling you. <laughs> I know. What do you mean? I just called you thinking that I, you've called me. Well, that's just not a thing. <laughs> 
I was just texting someone, and you're Lockie Murphy calling. I said, all right, Alex. I said, right. Oh, that's not the way it goes in my phone. It's <laughs> popped up, Riley O'Brien. I said, oh, what do you want? I'll answer it. Yeah, right. Far out, one by. Well, anyway, I've got to go. I'll call you back. Sorry, you oh, got me in a bad time. History of bad phones as well, Riley O'Brien. <laughs> great call. Great call. Oh, He's just man. too nice, the big fella. Just yeah. hang up on him. 100%. Give him nothing, mate. Oh, nothing better than that COVID period when he had a crack at Big Nick now. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been another prank throughout the week, Saucy. There has. So now we know club favourite as well, Paddy Parnell. Everyone loves Paddy. Um, now to build the build the scene, he took the big mark against Jack Higgins. What a hanger! Just two big units yeah. clashing. Yeah. Paddy Parnell just launches above him yeah. and takes a big mark. Now we we know there was some good marks throughout the week. Uh, Tracy from Fremantle yes. took a good one, and um, I think he got the mark of the week actually. So here's poor Paddy. Stiff. Uh, in the uh, in the team meeting, um, Adam Kelly. Who uh who's who's he's a ripper, mate. Like yep. he's our footy manager, but yep. loves having a bit of fun with the boys. Like it. Um he's built it up, he's spoken to Toyota and all that sort of stuff, and he said to Patty that, you know, it's fantastic Toyota's on board and they want to award him a car. Well, been so, the sponsor since nineteen ninety one. Absolutely loyal sponsor, great sponsor yeah. of the uh, the great sponsor and partner of the, the footy club. Um so there's Patty and all the boys are going, Oh, far out. Patty's gonna get a car here. Yep. And then uh Kel says, Oh, here he goes, mate, here's your car. In drives Texas Sun's, Sun's little toy car. Let's have a listen. <laughs> so obviously yesterday was a pretty special day for us all. Awesome mark, Paddy. Awesome mark. Um, but as we've just heard, the mark of the year no longer is awarded a car. And the GM of Toyota was actually in the crowd yesterday and witnessed the mark. They've been a generous partner of ours since 1991. Unbelievable partnership, longest partnership running in the AFL. And we received a phone call today. So suitably impressed were they that they've decided to award Paddy with a car. There it is. Texas toddler's car. Just comes running on in. You can, you can feel the suspense from the boys. They're like, oh, Paddy's going to get a car here. What's he got here? Paddy's going to get a car. And then Paddy himself said, uh, I thought I was getting a car oh as well. God. And you could see his heartbreak. We love footy clubs. Plenty happening down at Westlakes at the moment. Uh, so also going to give a, a bit of a member update about what's going on because so exciting. The AFLW girls, the Crow girls, kick off pre-season on the 29th of May, which is only next Monday. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's never, never a dull moment at the club, so we thought it'd be good for the listeners just to have a little bit of an update around uh, what's happening. And obviously, AFLW is the, the big one that's oh, about yeah. to start again. And now we know... The AFLW, it's only a 10-game season, but to the girls' credit, they're uh, they're into it, oh, Tomo. So, um, yeah, so the preseason kicks off on May 29, so it's not too far away. Um, so the fixture for the women is likely to come out in the first two weeks of June. So the one thing we do know is that it's going to start, the season will start. So listeners, book in, put it in the calendar. The weekend between the AFL's regular season finishing and the finals uh, starting is will be the start of the AFLW season. So um, so we get some crows action on that weekend. Absolutely. So we look forward to it. So the girls are in uh, 
in good nick at the moment. You yeah. watch some training at the club, so I'm um, excited excited for that to start. Oh, perfect, mate. That is awesome because I think it was a little bit up in the air when it was going to start and kick off. I don't think some of the girls had no idea and they were yeah. doing the optional sessions, yeah. as I put that in quotation marks. <laughs> the compulsory optional sessions. That's the one. <laughs> uh, what about milestones, mate? There's a couple of big, big names that are going to reach some milestones There is. Shortly. Ones to look forward to is the big Texan. Oh, yeah. 250. Huge. Yep. Huge, huge for the big fella. So I uh, wouldn't say look gone, but he, he battled a couple of years ago and he's he's found another leg. So um, texting with the two fiftieth come out. His old mate and good mate Sloan. He's not too far behind awesome. him with two fiftieth as well. Yep. Awesome. Um, obviously pending um, these boys all all you know playing their games in concession. Just before you go on to the next one, incredible what those two have done from coming back from knees as well. You know yourself, yeah. Saucy. You've done one, yeah. and I think it's a it's a bit of a rarity, but they've. They've come back just as good. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Sloaney has hit the ground running yeah. through season 2023, and we've seen what Tex has done after his ACO injury. A credit to them, because you know how hard it is. Oh, mate, it's really hard. And I think the other thing is it's just an acknowledgement of the contribution they have to the club as well. Like, they're they're right, right through the times when we were rebuilding or whatever, mm. now they're starting to see the fruits. And, mate, you see uh, Robbo getting excited on AFL 360. Yeah, that. How, how good would it be to see those boys end with oh, a... Playing some really good finals footy, so yep. they deserve everything they get, those boys. And obviously, uh, the captain, yep. Geordie Dawson, um, game 100 is not too far away, awesome. so um, plenty happening. Love that, mate. And what's going on in the round 13 game? We play West Coast. It's actually a pretty special concept. It is, mate. So it's the emergency services round where 3,000 tickets will be given to the emergency services working for SAPOL, MFS, CFS, and SES awesome. as recognition for their hard work. So, Unbelievable. Now, I know firsthand living up in the Adelaide Hills what the CFS do for the community up there and uh, the SES as well. So absolutely superb and we cannot speak higher enough of the volunteers. No, it's a great initiative uh, with the club teaming up with the government. So we look forward to having them along to the uh, round 13 West Coast game. Beautiful, mate. And what else is happening in terms of the fixture? It got released a couple of days ago. I see Thursday night footy's back, yeah? Thursday night footy is back, but unfortunately the Crows won't be there. So I'll just run through these quickly, mate. So North Melbourne at home on the Saturday. Essendon away on a Sunday around 17. Round 18 is the Giants at home on a Saturday. Round 19, Melbourne is uh, away on a Sunday. Round 20 is Port Adelaide at home. The showdown will be mm-hmm. Saturday night. So yep. blockbuster time. Beautiful. We'd love to see that Friday night though, wouldn't we? Yeah, really. absolutely. Uh, round 21 will be Gold Coast Suns on a Saturday. Round 22 will be Brisbane away at the Gabba on a Saturday. Uh, Sydney Swans, Saturday night fixture again. So that's obviously another big one um, for round 23. And then round 24 is still up in the air. So obviously yep. the AFL wait and see what's happening with the finals teams and whatnot before planning that. But the one thing we do know is we'll be in Perth, up the stadium, it's West Coast. Print the caps. Here we come. <laughs> Here we come. <laughs> Crows Radio Show, done and dusted for another Sunday helping Saucy. You've been supreme again, mate. <laughs> supreme. Mate, wasn't it a good show in the end? Obviously, cl- uh, club favourite, Darcy Fogarty. Yes. You love talking to, hearing from Justin Reid and talking all things draft. And pranks. Pranks. Pranks <laughs> was fantastic. Uh, poor Paddy Parnell. He was the sucker of this time. But um, all I know is I think the boys are coming back for Adam Kelly. So Yeah, you know, right. There's, there's a bit of news. So we'll watch to, this space, we'll stay, stay tuned, I think. So. Uh, I like that, mate. You enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and I'll see you next week. Thanks, mate.